This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never gonna get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe, I get to choose which projects I work on. So I'm in control of what I work on. And if I want to collaborate more with others, I don't have to ask anyone's permission. I can just do it. See what I did there? That's reframing. If you've been thinking about starting therapy or are looking for someone to help you process things and give you coping skills, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara. It is time for a little gritty, totally glam, punk rock episode of Fat Mascara. Jen, how are you? I'm punk rock. What's up? <laughs> we have lots of cool stuff to talk about today. Um, USA, the golden girls and boys of the Olympics. Um, then is your cosmetic really a drug? Mm. I know, very interesting. It's very punk rock today. And finally, a little riddle. Uh, what has brown hair, a white streak, and is black and blue all over? What, Jen? <laughs> it's me! I have bruises and we're going <laughs> to fix it. We also have a very special guest today. 
We have Theo Kogan, amazing woman. She is a makeup artist, the founder of Armor Beauty, and the singer of the Luna Chicks. watching the olympics are you kidding me i'm obsessed i like jump off my couch and think i'm a gymnast you're so sporty <laughs> i love it i love watching i like i get very patriotic i think that's sweet um i have been watching highlights but really what has intrigued me the most are the beauty looks i know i feel a little guilty talking about this because i really want to acknowledge that it's all about their athleticism and the sport and really we should you know that yes. first and foremost. But really, Let's come get, on. Well, yes, that, that's all a given. So please, no hate mail. <laughs> that no was hate, my disclaimer. No yes. What do you like? I loved, okay, I loved Simone Biles, like turquoise glittery eyeliner. Yeah, one night she had sort of like a red, white, and blue glitter lined up on the bottom lash line. I was very impressed. So did you see the soccer players? What were the soccer players? They were doing, a lot of girls actually did this, this sort of French braid in the front. Like oh, if you yeah. have bangs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at first I was like, ooh, cool new braid. But then I realized from playing sports in my youth, like you, all the little flyways, it's the perfect way to get all your hair and, and, and bangs and all the little fuzzies along your hairline into something that's going to stay if you're getting like tackled, you know? Like, so it might not just be for, for cute looks. Yeah. Um, I thought Ryan Lochte looked cute with his little like, you know, oh, he's bleach flattened. blonde hair. Yeah. Yes. But then he jumped in the pool and it turned kind of green, so. Which any woman knows happens when you're in chlorine and you just bleached your hair. Whatever, he's trying. I saw the woman that did shot put. Her name's Michelle Carter. She won the golden shot put. Oh, you're really watching like everything. Oh, God. That gives it away, doesn't it? <laughs> but I was like, I, really, I missed the shot put. I was just thinking to myself, this woman just did this most impressive, like, feat of athleticism. She looked so good, like, not even sweating. Her makeup was perfect, whatever. And um, then I was like Googling around about her just to learn a little bit more. I get really into it. She's a makeup artist. Stop she's it. A professional makeup artist. And that, she has time to shot put? Yeah, she's the, sh she's the shot diva. <laughs> I, she has a website and everything. You can hire her to do your bridal makeup to do. But anything. anyway, I was very proud of myself for noticing. I was like, she looks a lot really more put together than some of the other athletes I, I've seen. And it makes sense because she is a makeup artist, which I just think is kind of awesome. Well, Usually they work at like Home Depot <laughs> on the side or whatever. Well, you know, you saw those two morons on Fox News, right? <gasps> Don't even get on Sports Court, I think it was called. Oh, my God. So, you know, we're having a little chat about the beauty looks here, but we're just kind of admiring and saying this is nice. But these two idiots... We'll have a link to it on our blog. Please check it out, fatmascara.com. I'm SMHing so hard right now. Shaking my head. But these two morons were saying, why don't the why don't the female athletes put on a little concealer so they don't have to look at their zits? And this one guy was saying, like, put on a little like blushification. Like he added like four extra syllables. <laughs> and then and he called it blusher. Yeah. It, it, um basically saying it's the female Olympia. Olymp Olympians, right? Olympians. Yeah. Um, like duty to look good while they're while they're on screen. And um, this one guy, he had, a, you know, I'm going to get a fairly decent point. He was like, well, the cosmetics companies are are looking, and this is like, you know, a prime time for endorsement deals. Mm -hmm. So I thought, okay, this is like a kind of a savvy, sleazy but opportunistic. You know, it's, a, it's like a very businessy point of view. Oh, okay, sure. And I was like, okay. 
You're giving but him too much benefit of the I, doubt. I, I am, but I'm thinking, okay, if he's like, you know, looking at it from a very commercial point of view, like, you know, you want to put on your game face, no yeah. pun intended. Yeah. But it was just kind of gross. It I was know. gross. Like to say that on television. Yeah, I feel like also you're not an athlete, you're not a woman. And you're like an older man. When you these girls are like 17, no. 18 years old. But really, the U.S. is just doing so well that how they look is just icing on the cake. You think any of these uh, girls or guys, I guess, are going to get contracts out of it? Like well, after Oscar season? Well, here, no, here's, here's the tricky thing. Um, you know, P&G, who owns CoverGirl and uh, Aussie, they own a ton of these big American companies. They always get involved with the Olympics somehow. You see, like, the, the, some of the Olympic athletes in their ads. But this is one American company. I think it's weird that you don't see more of these people all over the ads. And I was reading this article on Yahoo.com, mm-hmm. and they were saying it was really smart. They were saying that a lot of these athletes don't get contracts because they're a liability, or that's one theory. Wait, because what if they don't win a medal? No, because they're like real people. Oh, with real lives Mm -hmm. that aren't like controllable like a celebrity would be? Yeah, like it's just, it's not the same. It's, I was thinking about like, um, wasn't Michael Phelps like caught smoking pot once? Yeah, but couldn't that happen with a celebrity too? But I guess. I think there's more. Yeah, there's more. Cachet with a celebrity. Like Kate Moss can like do coke, but she's still Kate Moss, you know? (laughs) (laughs) But most of these are just. They're just kids, like really talented kids. You're right, and they are young. It's true. Um, Well, that's too bad for them because I hope that they get like, you know, a lot. They come home and we don't forget about them in two months. I Mm -hmm. feel like we love it for the summer, and then like at two months later, we're like, who's Michelle Carter, the makeup artist shot putter? Exactly. I'm going to remember her. I also want to say Kate Moss, but can allegedly do coke. Oh, okay. Fact check. Yes. I had um, an athletic moment of my own this weekend. Um, <laughs> why are you laughing? Because I'm just picturing how I'm like become a total shut-in on the weekends, and you're like doing athletic things. Keep going. Well, as we learned two weeks ago, you're you're allergic to exercise, yes. so there's that. Tell me about your athletic. No, moment. I I hung out with my niece and nephew, and we went to the pool and stuff. And like I don't know, I horse around with them when I hang out with them. I came <laughs> just home just horsing around. I do. Like I pick them up, I throw them around. Remember, I played rugby and water polo in college. Like, I didn't know you played the two rugby. like gnarliest sports there are anyway um that's terrifying I think I'm the only beauty editor in the world that has played rugby and water polo anyway so I was playing around with them I get back to my house I am covered in bruises I think I bruise easily that's part of it but especially in the summer you're wearing like a shorts or short skirt my legs look like like someone's doing they look like cupping did you see the swimmers oh, my, with the I cupping? did see that yeah I'm covered in bruises so I wanted I was thinking I wanted to ask you do you bruise easily, and what do you do to, like, heal a bruise or cover up a bruise? I have a thick layer of fat, so <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't bruise easily. You really and don't? And I also don't really engage in a lot of physical activity, <laughs> so no. But um, I'd love to hear what you do. Well, I actually, of course I called up a derm friend, because <laughs> wh- when don't I? Um, and she suggested vitamin K cream. This was, like, a previous time. So I got, like, Scaraway has a vitamin K cream. Okay. So the vitamin K is supposed to, like, strengthen your capillary walls and, like, help heal a bruise. 
it didn't really work that well for me, but it's the only one that has like studies backing up that it works for bruises. This is so you can just get this at the like Dwayne Reed, the CVS. Yeah, vitamin K. It's Scarway vitamin K cream. But what do, what did work? The other suggestion, which is not proven, doesn't have a lot of studies, but I will prove it for you. Arnica. Do you know about Arnica? It sounds very health food store-ish. Totally. And the one I get is actually from this Tenzing Momo, like, weird eastern store in what? Seattle. Say like, that word again? Tenzing Momo. It's a... <laughs> I thought I you were having, like, a stroke or something. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's Nepalese. I'm not oh, sure. Oh, okay. So my brother lives in Seattle, and I go to visit him, and it's yeah. one of those... It's like, you know, Northwest grungy. They yeah. sell a pure Arnica essential oil... I'm telling you, all you need is a tiny drop of the stuff on a bruise, and it'll heal up, like, within two days. I have it all over and my And don't get right it now. in your eye, right? Wash your hands right no, after. No, you're right. Arnica's really, again, like we talked about, essential, essential oils. oils don't and it mess actually, with them. in large doses, can be kind of, you know, toxic. Yeah. So just a little bit on top of the bruise, or you mix it with, like, olive oil or safflower or something like that. That's Ooh. been working for me. But question, because some people's bruises are, like, under eye circles or, like, a bruise, whatever. What concealer is, like, the that covers a bruise. I really like um, Illamasqua. Like they have, oh. it's it's the kind of thing where it's almost like paste. Like if you, you just need a little bit and you tap it on and it really, like it's so heavily pigmented. I would liken it to the more popular Laura Mercier secret camouflage. Very oh. dry, very dry. Would you think it was weird if I put that on my legs? No, I just tap it on. Okay. Another good one, the Kevin Aquan um, secret camouflage. I know I've, I've recommended that on this podcast oh, before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, you could buy one little pot and you'll like die before it's done. So like done. a pot or a compact one, not like a wand one. Oh, hell no. The yeah. wand's not going to do no, it. No, it's got, like spackle. Look for something that looks like spackle. Okay, I don't know if I'm ready to go there. I'm doing the Arnica right now, but in case I need to, I have a big event coming up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mm-hmm. try that on my legs. Thanks, Dr. Jess. I'm so glad I could be of help. Jen, I know that today we saw the article in the New York Times about the when hair controversy. A lot of people um, are complaining about having hair loss, which they blame on whens, like cleansing conditioners. Right. Uh, we're definitely not going to try to reach a, a verdict about whether or not whens hair care caused that. Yeah, and that's been going on for months. Yeah. They've been having those problems. But what was interesting in the article for me was that it's risen to the level of a lot of people are like, why isn't this regulated? Yeah. Like, they should have tested it before it came out on the market. And it made me realize I don't think a lot of people know what the FDA does before a drug or a cosmetic comes to market. Like, I don't, I mean, t- if I'm wrong, let me know. But, like, don't you agree that people don't realize how it works yeah i think a lot of people think if if it's a product a beauty product that it's definitely safe and the government like checks their shampoos and lipsticks and all that and that's just not true yeah so Uh, so when it's a cosmetic like you're like this when shampoo does anything happen beforehand so the fda defines a cosmetic as something that is it going to beautify that's really their word beautify promote attractiveness or alter the alter the appearance and that includes makeup cleansing shampoos like wens product 
lipstick, perfume, skin moisturizer. Yeah, they're, they're things that are, they're only changing your appearance, not your body function or acting as a drug. But drugs, which the FDA does regulate, are those ingredients that actually serve a health or wellness benefit like the aluminum in a deodorant or the sunscreen or the salicylic acid that is healing acne. These are drugs. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, there are drugs that are prescription drugs like a retinoid or things like that. But what I don't think people realize is, re regardless of whether it is a cosmetic or a drug, the government isn't getting involved until it's on the market. So the, dr so the cosmetics don't go through any testing. Drugs, if it's a drug, has been tested, obviously, but the cosmetics haven't been tested beforehand. And weirdly, the FDA has been getting crazy on it this summer. I don't know <laughs> if you know this. No, they've been sending out all these letters to cosmetic companies that are making drug claims. For example, you know Freeze 24-7? Of course. Okay, so on their website, one of their products, they say, is a natural alternative to Botox and other potentially harmful invasive procedures. Right there, that's a drug claim. If you're saying, we do what Botox does, but we're mm -hmm. just a cosmetic, that's a drug claim. So they're getting a letter. You have to either reformulate and not do that, or you have to change your claim, which is something else I think people don't realize. They think oh, it's not a drug because it doesn't say it's a drug. It could very well be a drug inside, but if they don't claim drug benefits, then it's it, not problematic. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a word game, like things like treats, cures. These are like too, exactly. they go a bit too far for the FDA, but the, the product inside, what you're saying is, you know, it can actually alter the chemistry of your skin or make a real change beyond like blush or foundation. Yeah, there's, for example, there's some, there's a serum I use, it's a growth factor serum. And I was talking to the people that make it and I said, this really feels like it's actually a drug. Like the amount of like change it does on wrinkles and how it heals your collagen and promotes all this other stuff. I was like, why isn't this a drug that you went through like drug trials and put it on the market as a prescription drug? And they, they were so careful, they were like, we are not claiming that it makes those effects. I was like, but I just saw the before and afters and it fully is doing like drug-like effects. But because they don't claim mm -hmm. the drug-like effects, it doesn't have to be sold as a drug, which is like a little bit shady. Okay, I, I like the idea of some kind of regulation when things get tricky, when there's, you know, big problems clearly happening with some, with some brands. But I, I don't like the idea of everything having to go through like a very rigorous bureaucratic system because right. then I think that it will slow down innovation mm -hmm. and um, I just it, it worries me for from a business perspective for, for totally young you're, and you're bringing up the major point which is the industry is actually split right now and there's two bills in Congress do we regulate everything before I mean they're not they're not voting on them just yet or is it just that companies have to let everybody know if they're getting complaints about a process, uh, product and then the FDA will investigate? But just so everybody out there knows, as of now, that shampoo in your shower, that lipstick that you have, it did not go through any sort of governmental test before it went on the shelf to you. So I feel like people have to do their own research. And if they're worried about particular ingredients, it's on them. And if, if you want to find out more about this, because it is a really complicated issue, you can go onto our blog on fatmascara.com. I'll put a link to some of the FDA's information about what is a cosmetic versus what is a, a drug. So you can, you can find out for yourself. She can sing, she can do most anything. She is a We are so excited to have Theo Kogan in the house today. Um, met Theo a few times over the years, but my first introduction to Theo was probably 
like seeing her many times fronting the lunatics, like crowd surfing, watching <laughs> you in venues over the like in New York and New Jersey. You are really just like one of like the first women that I saw be both very like glamorous and gritty and badass in the punk scene. And then I was reintroduced to you as a beauty editor having created this amazing line, Armor Beauty. So, Thea, we have so many questions for you, how you got from A to B. Let's talk about singing first. When you first started performing, how much of a role did your look play into your music? Um, well, you know, I was thinking back to, thinking back to our first show ever. I, you know, literally put on, like, my Brucci red lipstick and, like, Brucci! Yes, 99 and, cents! Yes, and, like, a white eyeliner maybe it was like a little bit opalescent and went on stage and, and and I was terrified but I just like once I got on there I kind of just lost my mind and that was it and then as time went on you know I think from bands we were seeing from being out in sort of club world because I was also like I became a go-go dancer in gay clubs and I met my friend of a million years now Miss Guy who pretty much taught me how to do makeup he was a makeup artist, drag queen, then he fronted the Toilet Boys, and he really taught me things. You know, I, I threw makeup on, but he was like, taught me how to contour, and not like today contouring, but like beauty contouring that mm -hmm. you couldn't necessarily tell, but it made things, you know, your cheekbones pop or whatever. And so that kind of brought me into this whole other world um, because ultimately, like, as a child, I imagined myself as this, like, six-foot Barbie doll which is really a drag queen, right? Mm -hmm. But I didn't know what that was. And <laughs> so as I started to learn these things, and then also with touring, it can be so boring sitting around waiting to go on, you know, after you've sound checked and all this stuff. And we really did everything ourselves. Yeah. So then like, and if you were opening for a band and you had to wait through other bands and, and or if you were headlining, whatever. And so putting on makeup became a way to pass the time because I could just put it on for like two hours. It just oh, keep yeah. going, you know, it's keep like going. More eyelashes, more <laughs> yeah. glitter, you know. And then um, also we would do things within the band to um, sort of like outdo each other. Not, not necessarily outdo, but like today I'm going to black out all my teeth. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey Love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be Honey Love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. 
Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honeylove. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X, and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less. They're $39.90. But the quality is excellent, and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Okay, everyone, I am one of those people who, when it comes to wellness, sorry, but it's got to fit into the pockets of my day. Five minutes here, seven minutes there, when I'm like in the kitchen and I'm microwaving something long, it's got to be convenient. And that is why Aloe Moves works for me. My mindset has changed. The app makes it easy for me to keep my wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place and bite-sized little bits. Yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that's going to fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day. You know what feeling I'm feeling most days? I'm feeling 10 minutes. I've been doing that's good. Joanna Thompson's. Right? That's about it. Yeah. That's good. 10 minutes. Joanna Thompson does these yoga lotties in 10. One day will be abs. One day will be arms. Today, Jess, is booty day. And we're just (laughs) going to get it done all in 10 minutes. If you're trying to get a good sweat, then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat-inducing yoga flows or the reformer Pilates workouts without weights. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code MASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. Except one, and she's going <laughs> to black out only one tooth, and we're going to, like, match, not match, you know, mm-hmm. yin and yang each other. Or, you know, there was some show, and somewhere I have pictures of this, <laughs> where we were in Germany somewhere, and I was just like, I'm going to add a pink wig, and I was like, I'm just going to make, like, 
a pink unibrow. And I looked like this, like, Muppet, you know? <laughs> and, and, and the eyelashes and everything else. Like, glamour and then, like, giant unibrow. Yeah. So um, it wasn't necessarily ever planned until it was a little bit later. But I, it was more of, like, I'm going to entertain myself. I'm going to, you know, become sort of this larger-than-life character. And, um, and also, like, make each other laugh. Right. You know, that was a big part of it, too, is self-entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> and to pass the time. Yeah. Were you So when you were doing your own makeup, obviously your friend gave you some tricks. Did you do the other girls' makeup? Did you have a kit? Or were you just, like, slapping it together with whatever you could find? I, you know, I definitely had a kit. I started collecting things and brushes and all that kind of stuff. And then he taught me, Guy taught me how to make um, really clumpy giant eyelashes and then I made tops and bottoms and you know halfway through a show they would be down my face and then there was also like Manic Panic sponsored us on tour with glitter so we had like I mean so much glitter was that a total game changer that was that <laughs> tour was it that was just a game like changer the... in that we didn't have to worry about you know using it up so it was just like everywhere we bought aloe you can use you know aloe vera gel is great to to hold anything on your skin so we would aloe vera up and then and everything Just was covered. dip yourselves in glass. Yeah, pretty much. And um, so everyone really did their own and sort of got into doing their own for, um, you know, special occasions. <laughs> special occasions. <laughs> or, um, Air quotes, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> or um, uh, album covers. Guy usually did our makeup. I think he did almost all of them, except for maybe the first I did that. Um, mm -hmm. And maybe the last, I think I did my own. And so when you were doing your makeup for two hours, if you had the time, yeah. <laughs> was that like a way to get into like Theo performance mode? Like, do you use it like a costume almost? Would yeah. It, so when you're on stage, are you, do you think of yourself as like your everyday self or do you no. inhibit a character? I think it was like, you know, I would also do my vocal warm ups and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But it was definitely like painting on this this alter ego for sure and there was something about in a way having all that armor on you know and the, the makeup and hair and then the costume whatever it was that made me feel like that larger than life Barbie doll giant right you know and that was the place where in this costume I was like felt like a superhero and it was like nobody can touch me nobody's gonna grab my ass if anybody fucks with me I'm gonna fucking kill them you know that was sort yeah. of the the way it felt it was like it was like a, a feminist superhero, you know, but also this very feminine, you know, but in a John Waters, you know, I vomited all over everything <laughs> with glitter way, you know? Yeah. Right. Did you feel you needed that in, in the music scene? You know, again, it was like, it. I don't know. Or just Maybe personally? Personally, yes. Because your music was, you know, it's tough, it's aggressive, it's not, it doesn't seem like... On its own, it doesn't feel like, oh, yeah, this is somebody who definitely needs, you know, a little extra help, you know, <laughs> standing up for themselves. So it's, it's funny to me that you say you'd need that. Yeah, I mean, being all together, you know, we were all, we started in high school, you know, we were teenagers, and we also were tough from growing up here and hanging out and, you know, being messed with on the train or wherever else. And so... Um, you know, we were already sort of like a gang without being a gang. So it was very like us against the world feeling, mm -hmm. even if it wasn't, you know. And, and being in the music business that was predominantly, you know, dominated by men in bands and boys. And, right. 
and having to prove yourself constantly. And all the bands that we went on tour with, sometimes we were like, yeah, we're going on tour with whoever. We'll leave it there. <laughs> and then their whole audience was jocks. Yeah. And we'd, I would literally have to, like, hit somebody in the head to get them to like me. Like, literally. Yeah. You know, someone would be like, show us your tits. And then I'd yeah. be like, come here, come here, come here. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. And then I'd <laughs> bam, with the it. microphone. <laughs> and I'm just thinking now for our listeners that might not know the Lunatics, like what years are we talking about? Like what, how, how when were you guys touring the most heavily? Um, I want to know when that exact show was. Like. <laughs> that was during the, I would say mid to late 90s. Okay. Yeah. Just so, to like ground it in what yeah. was going on with beauty and fashion that time. Anyway, it was also like its own damn thing. It wasn't yeah. about the minimalist, whatever. It was a great 90s. time for beauty. Yeah, yes. it really was. Yes. Heavy, heavy glitter presence. Oh yeah. <laughs> heavy cheekbone and <laughs> um, heavy lip. So, did, were there like you said an oversized Barbie was sort of like what you were thinking? Were there also any beauty icons you had growing up, like people that you looked up to in music and film? In art? Um, absolutely, of course. I mean, Debbie Harry was my idol sure. as a little kid. And Wendy O. Williams from um, Plasmatics. Mm-hmm. And there's Susie Sue and Nina Hagen and Grace Jones. I mean, there, all, there were so many amazing creative women in music sort of throughout the 70s and 80s and stuff. And then the Runaways, oh my God. You know, mm-hmm. that, like, I remember when I discovered them and was like, they're teenagers. <laughs> Yeah. You know, they're so amazing and they look so cool. When the Luna Chick started to wrap up, was were you searching around for what you want to do next or did you always have in your mind that I want to get into, say, modeling, for example? Or were you doing it at the same time? I was doing it at the same time. Okay. So sort of around 94, 95, I was cast in a CKB campaign. Right, which was shot right. by Richard Avedon. Orlando did hair. And oh, I, I cannot... Peter, shut up. I don't know if it was Kevin Aquan or... Francois Nars that did makeup, and literally I was like, oh my god, this is so amazing. And I get in there. So at the time, you knew how amazing oh, it yeah. was. Oh, okay. yeah. And, um, and I think I had already done, I had, I had tried to be a model as a teenager, and then I went back, and they were like, you have a tattoo. And I had, like, one tattoo, and I was like, okay, whatever. Like, Isn't that off. funny that that was, like, a Yes, yes. Weird. And then later, when I was sleeved with tattoos, that's when I started to get a lot of work. But at this point, I had, like, you know, half sleeves, let's say. I got cast in the campaign, and then those two were doing, like, hair and makeup. And it was like, squish, 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 okay, your hair's good. And then it was like, here's some lip balm, a little eyebrow, and you're done. And I was like, whoa, 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 what? You You were so used to your look and your armor, really. But but, but eyelashes? You know, anything. Uh They're like, no, you're good. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) it was not your thing. (laughs) Did you get any, um, like, feedback? Because at that time you are still doing music, like, oh, like, you know, What's Theo doing now? She's a fashion model, or you know, I you know, I don't. This is so unpunk, or was it past that at that point? It was sort of past that, and I, I mean, I think maybe the rest of my band didn't really like it, but I've just had the need to go and do it anyway. And then I was also like, well, this is like my job when I'm home, you know, and mm-hmm. and that's fun for me, you know, and um, but yeah, it was like it, we got more flack for like having a Winnebago than for me doing modeling. <laughs> that was your touring bus? We Eventually. I mean, we were usually in vans. Then yeah. 
we got to win a big event. I love Winnebago's. What's wrong with a Winnebago? Like, <laughs> that was like two Lux or something? Yes. Oh. Yes. And I was like, honey. Wanted you to be in an Airstream, I guess? You, yeah. That'd be more punk. <laughs> no, they wanted to be, to be like a band, like a literal van. Okay. Yeah. And, um, and I was just like, honey, if you knew where I've slept, like, you would not be giving me a hard time. As you sort of like phased out of like touring all the time, and I keep wanting to say like, and grew up. Yeah, like, exactly. Kind of. Growing kind up. of. Um, when did you first start thinking about like, oh, maybe being a makeup artist could actually be like my gig instead of doing all this? I've always sort of gone my own path. And so after Lunatic stopped playing, then I started a solo project. And then I was like, I want to start a makeup line. And so I started the makeup line at Armor Beauty. And it's um, and then in during that time I was like, wow, I should probably do makeup if I'm having makeup. I remember line. when it was launching and people kept asking you for makeup tips and like I think people just kind of assumed you were like a professionally trained makeup artist because we were so used to makeup artists starting yeah. lines. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you did it the other way around. I totally did the opposite way. Whatever, <laughs> famous. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm pretty sure I thought you were a makeup artist at that point. <laughs> um, but okay, so tell us about Armor Beauty. So it launched in what 2009 2008 and then 2009 okay. so 2008 it great launched. great time to be launching a new business yeah <laughs> exactly no no how did it come about and why is it called armor like what did you want to do so um it was literally like i was i don't know i was just like i want to start a lip gloss line and i called my friend in la and said do you want to start a lip gloss line with me and she was like yeah <laughs> this is the greatest i don't know story ever. <laughs> the greatest yeah it's like I didn't know what I was doing at all, but right. I was like, you know, I have the the sort of wherewithal to jump into anything if I'm feeling passionate about it. I got a, a, like a women's business loan to start it, mm -hmm. paid it off. You know, I've never taken any money from anybody else. It's been very, very hard, but but it is like full on like punk rock DIY, you know, still, really. We didn't talk about like when you started getting hired to do other people's mm -hmm. makeup. So how did that come about? Obviously, if you're your own makeup line, but now you're getting booked for like gigs legit yeah yeah I work with a lot of um, bands and artists on various labels which I really enjoy because I get it you know being able to go in and not try to convince somebody what their look should be I mean sometimes I like people to like take risks and like okay can wear like the magenta lipstick today instead of the paint you know whatever the the, the beige mm -hmm. you know let's say but um but I know what being an artist and wanting to look the way you look because that's you or your yeah. character or whatever um, so I really enjoy that, and, um, and 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 I just understand the whole scene around it, you know. And it's also interesting working with bands on major labels because I never was on a major label, and um, and sort of seeing the machine and and and, and how lucky you were. To it's have. so late. well. It was like you know, if anybody had told any of us in the Lunatics how we should be dressing, yeah, or you know, it just it was laughable. So Forget it's it. like they they everyone knew who we were. People loved us, but they were all like intimidated or thought we were too silly or you know all these things. And really, it never would have it never would have worked. Anyway. Yeah. Before you That's go, we awesome. didn't even talk about products themselves. Like mm. you make products, sure, but like what are some of your I like want to know for stage, but I more want to know because it's helpful for our listeners. Right. Like, what are some of your favorite products you use now that you're a makeup artist? Oh my gosh, so many things. I mean, did I did you bring your bag? I brought my Please. bag. Please. I kind of stuffed it full stuff. Show us what's so, inside. Oh, it's a beautiful um, bag. Thanks. It's uh, it's like holographic. I love anything holographic. So I know that. You guys are into sun protection. Mm -hmm. I don't know how this rates, Ooh. but it's been not oh, that's making me break out. Sun shield coconut. Yeah, they sell it at Whole Foods. It's like a nice yeah. non-chemical mm -hmm. sunscreen. 
Then I also have this, which I kind of can't use on my face because it's too stinky, but I've been using Ooh. it on my arms. Chanel UV Essential. You put that on your arms? You are a rich lady. I That's someone gave it. It was a gift. It was a gift. No, it's like a face sunscreen. <laughs> it's like, it's like, um. Like, it's like putting La Mer on yeah, your, your feet. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Then this is amazing, amazing rose oh, I've never face seen oil this. from, oh, there's some of my hair on it. It's okay. Um, and it's from this Australian company that is incredible. What's the name of the company? MV. MV I've never heard of it. MV Organic Skincare yeah, Rose Plus Booster. How did you find out about that? Um, so my friend connected me with um, Sharon, who runs the company. Who she? My friend is uh, amazing, and she was a personal assistant to somebody who was hooked up with them mm. and so then we started swapping stuff and it's uh, oh that's incredible. fun if you own a company you could probably Ooh, make a trade yes, yes. yes. Um, cool. you get? then I just recently got this and it's kind of great people love tart don't they I what is people that, that have tart shape tape oh, that's for sure a great name <laughs> I know shape tape contour concealer contour concealer look at this I mean that part, the, the doe foot's ginormous it's really so it's like, like you just have to go like doop doop and then cool yeah this is has been my reigning favorite scent for a oh, while. Oh, she's like a perfume nerd. Go ahead. Me too. I'm out. obsessed. Dark Wave. It's called Dark Wave? Yes. That name is good. You really like it. Look at that. I've, it's, it's really I've nice. Had like, that's probably wave. my fourth or fifth bottle of wow. it. Wow. And it's Who, made by this woman oh. in Portland. Ooh. And Ooh, yeah. it's like a, it's, a stinky, sexy hippie. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's definitely like a, like a sexy hippie. I can't even describe it. It's delicious. I wonder what's in there. I'm going to write that it's down. It's vetiver, cardamom. You're taking notes in the middle of our podcast. Sorry, I said, like, I've never heard of this brand. <laughs> yeah, it's good. And the, the website's oh, really cute. Cardamom, that's what I'm smelling. And like, that's like the hippie Cinnamon-y and yeah, in spicy. a good way. And then, of course, I have my armor, which is like, this is one of my favorites. It's called Candy. That was going to be my one question I didn't ask. Like, what's your, you all these children, you're all your different colors. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good question. Candy is like a go-to? Yeah, candy's a go-to. And it doesn't look like a go-to, but it is. But I go through phases. So, but that's kind of been a reigning queen. This is the summer go-to. Yeah. Candy. How would you describe this color? Um, Lilac. Lilac. And, and then, I, last but not least, what is this special? I thing? just got this, and it's a fragrance and a bug that, repellent. Oh, armor flaws yes, or something. How do you say Aroma flaws. I feel like I'm going to break it. Did no, it work for it. you? Did it keep the bugs away? I don't know. I love the scent, but I wasn't <laughs> sure if it kept all the bugs away, but it smells really good. You've been so much fun. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Thank you. This is awesome. Jessica Matlin. What's up? Raise a wand. I am ready to raise a wand. Now, I'm not wearing my product right now, but let me display this gorgeous color for you. Look at this. Okay. I'm on a ply right now. In the middle of when you're talking uh -huh. about it? This is the most stunning Kat Von D liquid lipstick I've ever seen. And here's the bonus. What? All proceeds, no, excuse me, 20%, which is still a hefty amount. Yes. Do you know what brands are giving out? Like 1%, and then they pat themselves on the back. It makes oh, me for sick. charity? It makes me sick. Totally. Anyway, 20% of the Project Chimps color. Project Chimps, it's this beautiful, like... Chimps like monkeys? Yes, like monkeys, okay? Um, it's this gorgeous red. We'll go to Project Chimps, which is a nonprofit organization working to help um, bring these chimps that are, like, you know poked and prodded and God knows what for med for medical research, bring them to a sanctuary. This limited edition lipstick goes on sale 
Yes. On August 23rd. That's like uh, days week, away. Next week. Get it now. It's incredible. And I put it on last week and I got so many compliments and it did not budge all day. It's a stunning color. Um, please check it out. What, what would you call that color? Oh, I would call it like a sumptuous, velvety, autumnal red. <laughs> I know I'm all about this shade lately, but this is a beautiful. a matte that you just won't find anywhere else. Plus, it helps the monkeys. Yeah, I mean, it's dark what happens out there, and I'm so happy that Kat Von D is like basically a champion. Nice. Well, now I feel like an ass because yours gives to charity and mine just makes my legs look better. <laughs> well... You said it. <laughs> oh, harsh. JK, JK, tell me no. about your legs. I know I'm obsessed with my legs right now, but it's summer. It's the last days. It's like 400 degrees out. Have you ever used the Chic Intuition uh, pomegranate razor? Chic makes these razors where the shaving cream is built in. It looks like a deodorant stick around the razor blade. Oh, yeah, I have seen that. And I they look crazy and big, and you're like, what? that's never going to work in a million years. Let me tell you, it fully works. The razor's super sharp inside. I don't know how they do it, but you wet your skin and then you just stroke it up and down real quick. Oh God. This is going <laughs> <laughs> stroke it. <laughs> okay, let me start again. This is No, you can keep that as fine. Um No, the razor like I hate having to lather up and then shave my legs. So you don't have to use shaving cream for this. You don't have to use shaving cream, but it doesn't get so thick and foamy. This is getting even grosser. Okay, because you can still see where you're shaving. You know how you go over your knees with the shaving cream does and you cut? Does it benefit chimps? Because if it doesn't, I'm not interested. <laughs> no, it doesn't benefit chimps. But I'm telling you, if you are packing for a trip or you're in like an outdoor shower down the shore, it's the bomb because you don't need the shaving cream and you can see your knees so you don't get cut. You'd think oh, that's that good. big wide thing around it would be like unwieldy. It's totally not. It really, really works. Also, pomegranate scent, I don't know. It just smells really good. Oh, I love pomegranate. Okay, yeah. I'll give it a try. Yeah, and I feel like it lasts longer than a regular razor cartridge that doesn't have that thing around it. I feel like they knew there was a lot of shaving cream, so they better make darn good blades to last as long as the shaving cream. We mentioned a lot of products and people and places and brands and things in this episode, so I just want to put it out there. If you want to find out where any of those things are, go to fatmascara.com. And you can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter and at fatmascara for both of those things. And you can also contact us directly by emailing us at info at fatmascara.com. So profesh. So profesh. Thanks for listening, guys. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.